Yes. Yeah, I can do the, the just, just. Cigar City Radio. <laughs> Cigar City Radio. Cigar City Radio. Radio. Okay, okay. <laughs> Welcome to Cigar City Radio, episode number 39. I'm your host, Randy Ojeda, and making the magic happen, Mr. Jason Solanez. Randy, I want to make a movie. What kind of movie? It's called <laughs> No, I'm going to veto that right now. No, it's a Christmas <laughs> I don't musical. want to know any... No, no. How the, can you veto a Christmas pitch, musical? Your, your pitch is done. Your pitch is done. <laughs> That acapella serenade you just heard was by none other than Fruit and Flowers, who are releasing their debut EP, Drug Tax, this Friday via Little Dickman Records. You can pre-order that record today, or buy it if you're listening to this in the future. You can buy it via the Little Dickman Records Bandcamp. You can also stream the album anywhere you go, Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music, wherever you listen to music. If you're listening to this really far in the future and something is created that I haven't said yet, if Tesla's new streaming service is the bomb daddy streaming service, listen to it on Tesla's streaming service. (laughs) They're currently non-existent streaming service. All right, I'm going too far off on a tangent, but you know what to do. Fruit and Flowers, new album, Drug Tax, this Friday. They did that lovely serenade for us. Their album has even crazier (laughs) their their album has even more impressive harmonies and amazing songs it's one of my favorite records of the year and i'm totally biased but i'm i'm also 100 percent honest so go check it out attention all planets of the solar federation the fantastic plastics are on this summer's vans warp tour there are stops all across the country including three shows in florida june 30th in orlando july 1st in tampa and july 2nd in west palm beach cigar city radio will be on site for the july 1st show at vinoy park we'll be hanging out with the fantastic plastics all day as well as talking with other bands on vans warp tour so if you want to come hang with us advanced tickets are still available at vanswarptour.com in the meantime listen to the fantastic plastics on spotify title apple music and everywhere else today because the future of the future is now Our guest on this episode is Riley Breckenridge, drummer for the post-hardcore band Thrice and co-host of the baseball podcast Productive Outs. Thrice is currently on tour with Rise Against and Deftones, and we had a chance to sit down with Riley before the band's show at the Ford 1-800-ASK-GARY Live Nation Mid-Florida Credit Union Amphitheater. You can listen to Thrice's new single, Sea Change, wherever you get your music. But for tour dates, merch, and more, head to thrice.net. So here it is, episode number 39. Okay, now it's this. <laughs> but uh anyways we're hanging out with riley breckenridge a quarter of thrice yep 
one of the great bands of our day, oh, I'll, have, I'll have to say. <laughs> <laughs> the band started in 1998, right? So we're mm-hmm. coming on almost 20 years of Thrice. Yeah, that's insane. That, isn't it? Yeah, even <laughs> with, a, with a little three-year hiatus wedged in there um, yeah. that we've been able to do this for 20 years is nuts to me. Yeah, it's awesome to see a band with that kind of longevity. Yeah, it's crazy. And I mean, we're kind of doing as well as we've ever done as a band as far as like, fan turnout at shows and um, what makes up like a good number of sales for a record um, now is a lot different than it was in like 2003, but like record sales are going good. Like the vibe is good within the band. So it's like, it's awesome. Yeah. And people are really excited. Like I could tell, you know, when we, when we teased that this episode was happening, we had a bunch of people write in with like, oh, you got to ask them this and you got to say that. So we'll have some listener questions at the end. Oh, but cool. It's just cool to see that the fans are like really still into it and yeah. love what you guys are doing. Yeah. We're, we're thankful for that. You never know. I mean, you take a break and with how short people's attention spans are now, like yeah. I thought maybe they'd forgotten about us or stopped caring, but um, the support we've gotten has been incredible. Yeah. especially for the new stuff too it's been really cool yeah when we pulled up we saw a group of kids standing in the florida heat sun no shade at the gate waiting to come in lunatics <laughs> lunatics i can't even be outside for more than like five minutes here. yeah it's we were just talking about that it's rough it's rough out here yeah uh it is it's the middle of june and it's only yesterday gonna get worse was, yeah yesterday was the longest day of the year oh so this man. is the hottest part of the year literally oh uh, my gosh it's no good yeah, i'm trying to run on this tour to stay in shape and then we got out here and i was just like you could literally die <laughs> screw that i think i'll take a break yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. take a couple couple cheat days couple yeah days off. i look at my phone to check the weather and it's just like don't no don't run. yeah don't even go outside <laughs> it's no inter- temperature. Yeah. yeah it's interesting because i I, uh, I lived in chicago for a few years and it's like the opposite lifestyle it's like mm-hmm. here we all go out in the winter and we stay shut during the summer but right. over there it's like everybody's you know yeah. in all winter you talked about you know you guys took a couple year break but mm-hmm. it sounds like for you you didn't take much of a break right like you were involved you were teching for like weezer and mm-hmm. Also doing your podcast, your baseball podcast. Yeah. And uh, what, what were you up to those, uh, those years? I kind of hopped all over the place. Like when we first announced that we were going to take a break, I was like, okay, well, maybe this is like a signal to me that I need to stop being in a band and I need to stop touring. Um, wasn't what I wanted to do, but I felt like it was a sign. So I kind of, to keep myself afloat, I took a job. Uh, teching for Jimmy Eat World, oh, right. um, which was awesome because I've been a fan of the band forever and they're great dudes. And yeah. um, that was a really good, really good job. And then I was like, maybe I do need to settle down with my wife and start a family. And um, so I ended up getting some terrible corporate gig selling expensive suits to wealthy people. And uh, it was like one of the worst years of my life. Oh. I was just super depressing and difficult uh, on many levels. And I quit that and then got back on the road with Weezer, checking for Pat and Scott, which was great um, and terrifying because they're a huge band and it's a lot of work. But that was cool, doing the baseball podcast. And then I had two kids. So Wow. 
I was busy. I love it. You I'm, bury the lead there. I'm like, and busy. I had two kids. Yeah. You know, just, <laughs> by the way, I started a family. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome, man. I never realized how big of a baseball fan you were until I heard about your yeah. podcast. And are you still doing the baseball grindcore thing? What is it? Uh, Puig Destroyer. Puig Destroyer. Yeah. Oh, my no. God. That's hilarious. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> we uh, That band is a joke band that came about uh, as a result of the podcast. It's, okay. Uh, my co-host and I were just joking. Uh, it was when... Puig had been called up and was just like lighting the world on fire. Yeah. And we're both fans of the grindcore band Pig, Pig Destroyer. Destroyer yeah. yeah. And I was like, dude, somebody should start a band called Puig Destroyer. <laughs> and like we finished the episode and we're like chatting afterwards. And he's like, dude, we should start that band. Absolutely. And I was like, okay, cool. And like a couple of days later, I had like bass lines uh, that he sent me. And then I programmed some drums over the top of it, and then we got his friend to play guitar on it, and I got my friend to sing on it. And in like three weeks, I think it was being mentioned on ESPN, yeah, MLB TV. Uh, Yasiel Puig heard it in the MLB fan cave. Really? Um, Did he approve? He said he's very good. (laughs) (laughs) But it like it blew up and it was crazy because it was a total joke, and we didn't like have a publicist, no PR, nothing. It was just like a testament to how crazy the internet is. Yeah. Like if something catches fire, it, it yeah. catches fire. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, we did that. Um, and then that has since turned into a side project that I'm doing with the same guys from Puig Destroyer and my brother, and it's called Less Art. And we have a record coming out uh, July 28th. Um, should be premiering another song next week. Um, but it's fun. It's like same dudes, super heavy, super angry. Uh, but a little more reasonable uh, musically. And uh, it's not all about baseball. It's about like heavier stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Although, I mean, I love, you know, the baseball. It's probably the only grindcore album that I like, I could get my dad to listen to. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Because he would get the references. Right, right. Uh, That's that's crazy, though. And you and your brother have been playing together for forever, right? Yeah. I mean, he he learned bass to be in this band. Like he started playing bass to be in this band. I was in some crappy punk bands in high school and then sang for a band uh, for a little while when I was in college. And uh, Ed and Tepe were friends through skateboarding and Tepe went to school with Dustin and they started talking about starting a band. And uh, my brother was like, oh, my brother used to play drums in a punk band and I'm sure he'd jam with us. And I jammed with them and nothing changed. <laughs> so he brought you into the band? Yeah, yeah, 20 years later. Almost. I'm still, still here. here. <laughs> Same four dudes. Yeah. That's see, that's something that's really amazing. Cause as with as much as you guys have toured and, you know, put mm-hmm. music out, like it's hard to be with the same four people for so long, you know? Yeah. Um, we've definitely gone through some ups and downs. Um, but it's like any relationship, like you learn how to communicate better. Um, you learn to appreciate certain nuances about people's personalities and habits. Um, you learn how to deal with some of the ones that you might not like as much. Yeah. Um, but it's it's a relationship. These dudes are family to me. Like I care about them. I I well, care I, about my brother yeah, literally, say, like literally a brother because he is my brother. <laughs> yeah. But the other two guys are like brothers to me, and their families are 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 really important to me too. So um, it's awesome. Yeah. 
And that's that's super cool. I think that's what's interesting now is, I mean, you start this band 20 years ago when you're you guys are scrappy punks. Now right. you're mature and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you have, you have families and stuff. And how is the touring life different now than it was 20 years ago? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> it's a loaded question. I know. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> tough. I mean, when we were younger and unmarried and it was fun, it was just like vacation. Not to say that it's not fun now because it's, it's awesome. It's super fun. But um, Tepe and Dustin started having kids before I did. Um, and I kind of, I saw how rough that was on them, like being away from their families and being away from their kids and, uh, you know, leaving your wife at home with one, two, three kids. Um, it's tough on the wife. Yeah. Uh, and you end up missing the crap out of your kids. Um so I saw them do that, and like I thought that I understood how tough it was, and then I had my kids and started touring, and uh, it hit me in a whole different way. And it's it's tough, man. Um, I can imagine. But it's you know I'm extremely lucky to be able to do this and provide for my family. So, um, you know, you take the good with the bad. Yeah. But- when you when your job is playing drums and hanging out with your friends on the road, that's not a bad no a bad it could, job. Could be worse. You could and be selling expensive suits again. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, being gone for a month is tough, but all my friends are like dads that work nine to five jobs, and they're gone from essentially seven to seven yeah. every day. They come home exhausted. You know, make dinner for the kids, hang out for like two hours, and then they fall asleep. Yeah. And for me, like we get done with this tour, and I'm home for four months or three months it's like so that's cool that's amazing yeah yeah so do any of your kids play baseball no they're too young um my son is 22 months he loves baseball though we watch it on tv and we got a little tea set up in the living room great and stuff. yeah um, and then my daughter's eight weeks so all she really does is poop eat and sleep so, <laughs> so not, ba- not baseball is not in the equation yet uh, i yeah. gotcha gotcha yeah. yeah yeah um but you wanted to be a ball player right at least that's what i heard is that- i did yeah um i grew up playing ball uh played from when i was five years old to my junior year of college oh right on um and then i think like about 10 years ago i started playing in like a fairly competitive men's league back home uh play on Sundays during the spring and summer yeah um and I love I mean I love the game I've been some of my earliest memories are watching baseball with my dad yeah me too yeah, yeah I feel so. like every everybody that loves baseball now because I always hear from friends that are like oh baseball's too slow or whatever it's right. like you have to have it instilled in you totally from a young age yeah I think my dad wanted that to be a thing like yeah. he was just like pick me up put me in front of the tv and like here we go, kid. We're going to watch this. I'm going to explain yeah. it to you. I'm going to take you to games. And uh, yeah, it's it's great. I love the sport. I still follow it like obsessively. Yeah. Are you an Orioles fan? I see you wearing the O's hat now. Uh, I am, but only because I'm friends with uh, Mark Trumbo. Oh, yeah. Um, when he was with the Angels, I uh, actually met him through Twitter. He used to tweet out like a, his pregame playlist, like what he was listening to to get psyched. And I noticed that we had a lot of the same tastes. So I was like... I think it was like right around the time that we put out major minor mm-hmm. and i was like oh we just made a record like i'd love to get you a copy if you're interested and he hit me back and was like hell yeah i'd love to yeah so he checked it out he invited me to bp um and to a game 
and we met, we started chatting and uh, realized we have a lot of similar interests. And um, since then we've become really good friends. We talk all the time. Um, That's dope. And then, you know, I pick his brain about baseball. I wanted to be a baseball player growing up and he picks my brain about music because I think he, he, wanted really, he really wanted to be a, a musician. So. Oh yeah. And he, and he is a musician. He's a great guitar player. That's um, awesome. And we've jammed uh, a few times. That's really when cool. he's off the road. Um, All right, I won't give you any yeah. crap for that because you know there are division division rivals. Right, right, so. right. Yeah, so I follow him and root for him, and then uh, have really taken a liking to the Orioles just because they hit a lot of bombs. Yeah, yeah, they definitely yeah. do, especially this season. <laughs> yeah, actually, not to get super nerdy on baseball, but I was on the way over here. I read an article about how the the league is on pace to have hit more home runs like total across the oh, league yeah. than any other yeah, year in history. I, I guess the the balls are juiced. <laughs> yeah, you think out. so? No, I, they um, Ben Lindbergh from The Ringer um, just put out an article last week, I think, that was saying that they did some studies and they're realizing that the composition of the ball is like different than it's been in previous years. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Man. See, and I went heavy on pitchers in my fantasy baseball draft, and yeah. now I'm like, Bad well, yeah, what did I do? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what did I do? But yeah. I, I got Aaron Judge off the waiver wire, so my team's looking good for the future. It's yeah. a keeper league. So. That's like the uh, that's the like sleeper pickup of the year. Absolutely. Like nobody thought, did you get him for zero dollars? Yeah, or? pretty much. Yeah. yeah I was well, just and, talking to somebody else who was like, yeah, I got him for nothing. Yeah, and it was because the, the Yankees played the Rays like the first weekend of the season, and he destroyed us. Like, yeah. I think he hit... Like there was one game he hit two home runs or three home runs, yeah. whatever. And I was like, man, I gotta get this guy. Like he's gonna be a stud. And he's a he, monster. He's he a monster. He's like a actual monster. He's huge. So uh, just curious, have you been following anything that's going on with the Rays at all? Uh, it's not a team that everybody mm, keeps I, an eye on. No, I don't follow them super closely. Um, I did meet Pete Borges through Trumbo uh, when he was with the Angels. Um, so I kind of keep tabs on him. He's an awesome dude, and um, I know he doesn't get a ton of playing time. Yeah. Um, but he's a good dude and a solid guy to have on your team. Um, so I, I keep an eye on him. But outside of that, might tune into a couple of Chris Archer starts, but that's it. Yeah, it's uh, interesting times for the Rays. You know? Yeah. This is like this area here, the fairgrounds is like one of the locations they're maybe looking at for ah. moving a stadium. One of many, because it seems like nobody has a clear plan for right. where the new stadium should go. Yeah. I've heard bad things about that stadium. Yeah. 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 It's just not the best place to watch a game, I guess. Uh, Trop sucks. Yeah. yeah. Trop is fucking worse. <laughs> well, it's not even like the stadium's okay, I guess, but it's getting there. That's the problem, especially ah. when you live on this side of the bay, you okay. know, because you're talking game starts at seven o'clock. You get off work at five or whatever, and you right. know, you're in rush hour traffic on a on a bridge. You know that's it's, it's, it's a two hour drive at it's least. Fun. That's, br that's yeah. brutal. Yeah, to see your own team in another city's downtown. Yeah, horseshit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> but you know when the when the Rays came, like that stadium was already built. You know, and Tampa didn't have a stadium ready for the team, so right. they moved in there, signed way too long of a lease, and then now years later they stuck. They're stuck. Yeah, but. That sucks. But yeah, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> so I could talk about baseball all day, but we should probably, <laughs> I'm sure the listeners are like, oh, let's, let's, let's go back to thrice. So we yeah. did, like I said, we did get a lot of listener questions. Okay. Um, so I'll, I'll throw some of them at you and see what you think. So Chad from St. Pete wants to know if you're looking to venture into the heavier slash faster and more experimental parts of the band on the next record. Hmm. I would say heavier. Yes. We're always trying to get heavier. Uh, 
experimental, yes. We're always trying to get a little bit more experimental. Um, just trying new things. Um, faster. Maybe in some aspects. I mean, we're never, I don't think we're ever going to write a record that's just like everything is 200 BPM, like fast as hell. Yeah, you're not going to uh, do another Puig Destroyer thrice. N- record, no. You know? um, but I think, I mean, song tempos are always something that we we spend a lot of time messing with uh, when we're writing um, just to make sure things don't lack energy. So mm-hmm. I think we're trying to find a good balance between like stuff that still has like some element of groove and still has energy. And I think that's like an ongoing quest. Like there's no way to really perfect that all that well. Yeah, but you um, don't really know it till you hear it. Right. There, you know? Yeah. We're, uh, so yeah, I wouldn't say faster overall, but um, yeah, heavier for sure. Always trying to get heavier. Uh, he also wants to know if you have any plans to press Alchemy Index again on vinyl, I'm, I'm assuming. Uh, yes, we do. Uh, and I think we will be announcing something of that sort uh, fairly soon. I can't say when, but. All right. Keep an eye out for that, Chad. There yeah. you go. Chris from Clearwater wants to know if you're jamming to any new tunes on tour. Oh, yeah. A lot. So I mentioned earlier that I, I'm trying to run to stay in shape on tour. And uh, every time I'm going to have to cheat uh, on this, I got to pull out my phone. But um, every time I go on a run, I try to check out something new. And then I'll post something on Instagram, like talking about that new thing that I just listened to. And it's actually become a cool way to share new music with people and people get exposed to stuff that they might not normally get exposed to but yeah um, so what are you what are you been listening to normally it's on the heavier side of stuff um let's see what do i got here recently i checked out the new hundredth record and liked it a lot yeah that's good um it's a band called elder from boston that does like this crazy progressive metal stuff and it's kind of stony and psychedelic and their songs are like 15 minutes long which sounds like a terrible listen but they write some amazing guitar parts um yeah. so it could be perfect for a run maybe yeah right? they're awesome there's a band called employed to serve from the uk that plays like obscenely heavy kind of semi-metallic hardcore um i really like that uh let's see what else the new mutoid man record is sick i really like that band called brutus from belgium uh they're on sergeant house records it's like female drummer who sings and it's kind of this rad take on kind of punk inspired hardcore that sounds Um, amazing yeah sounds right up my alley it's awesome (laughs) the new life and times record I see Kendrick Lamar on there uh, too. Yeah, Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> yeah. Kendrick Lamar is like a heavy rotation for me when I need a break from the heavy stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. New Royal Blood record I listened to the That's other day. It's one. pretty sick. Yeah. Those guys write some rad riffs too. Uh, and then yesterday I went for a run in Charleston, South Carolina. Got rained on, but I was listening to the new Portugal The Man, which nice. is also super fun i was i had never really like listened to them very much before and i was impressed by that record yeah uh kent from tampa our good our good buddy kent wants to know what did you actually want the band name to be because he heard that it started as an inside joke and i don't know we didn't really have any good ideas which is why we probably settled on thrice um (laughs) 
I mean, it's, but it's now super. You're stuck, it's yeah, it's super hard. <laughs> I mean, it was hard to come up with a band name in '98 when we started. But like, I feel awful for bands that are starting now. It's just yeah, like, it's like every band name. They're taken. all taken. Yeah, like even all the verb the noun bane bands are taken. Right like, now, you got to be Puig Destroyer. Or yeah. yeah, there's an idea. Of verb the noun. Verb yeah. the noun. Hey, yeah. some band <laughs> make that band camp right now. Yeah. All right, a, a couple more listener questions. Amanda from San Francisco wants to know. Uh, when will you give the people what they want? A dessert food truck called Thrice Pudding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, There's another band name, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> thrice Pudding. I don't know. That would be a fun project. It'd be the greatest Thrice cover band ever, I think. Yeah. Thrice Mark Trombino, who uh, who plays drums in Drive Like Jehu, um, and was a producer who did like a bunch of awesome records, like Jimmy World stuff. Um, he owned a uh, a donut shop, or he owns a donut shop in L.A., and all the donuts are, like, named after a band. We were trying to get him to do some thrice-inspired something. It's got to be some kind of rice pudding dish, I guess, now. And last question, William from Orlando, asking the important questions here. Boxers or briefs or all natural? Hmm. I used to be a briefs guy. Now I wear, like, a compression short kind of thing. Um Another thing I did during the hiatus was worked for a, an athletic apparel startup that ended up folding. Um, but one of the perks of them folding and not having a job anymore was they were like, yeah, you could take whatever you want. So you took all the underwear? I was just like, <laughs> whoosh, tons of underwear, tons of running shorts, yeah, running you shirts. You always need them. So yeah, yeah, hoodies, windbreakers, all kinds of stuff. It was rad. That is rad. But not having a job was not rad. <laughs> It was like a severance package, but it was clothing. It's just like, here. <laughs> and then you probably couldn't sell the clothing anyways if you tried. No, so no. what are you going to do? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's so that's what our listeners desperately wanted to know. Awesome. You know, we have a very, uh, very highbrow bunch. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. So uh, any uh, any final thoughts for uh, listeners, the Tampa fans? Um, thank you to everybody who's stuck around with us or who's just discovered us uh, and is into the band. Um it's awesome to be doing this again and have the level of support that we have. And um, we're happy to be back in Tampa today, despite the weather. And uh, yeah, <laughs> we'll definitely heat. be back. Um, <laughs> we have a really cool tour planned for the fall uh, that I can't announce yet, but we are extremely excited about it. And I think a lot of our fans will be really excited about it too. So um Keep your keep your eyes peeled for that. Yeah, teasers, teasers, teasers. Yeah, yeah. all day. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, hopefully the uh, the Rays finish better than the Orioles, but I don't think that's going to uh, happen. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's the Yankees or Red Sox division. To I lose. don't even I don't even know what's going on in that division anymore. To be honest, it's it's a mess. It is a mess. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, where can people find you on Twitter? Because I know you got a oh pretty yeah. active Twitter. Uh, Twitter Riley Breck. Uh, Instagram Riley Breck. Um, and then if anybody's interested in that baseball, uh, deal, we're not doing podcasts right now because scheduling is insane. You're on the road, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we still tweet for the app.
The, yeah, the band started in 1998, right? So we're coming on almost 20 years of Thrice. Yeah. Hey, Randy, why don't you tell everybody why they should like the fruit and the flowers? Forward 1-800-ASK-GARY-LIVE-NATION-BIT-FLORIDA-CREDIT-UNION-AMPHITHEATER.